Oh my goodness. SHW, this is our wrestling. This is insane. Are you kidding me right now? Hey, 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 what is going on here? The action is fast and furious. You never know who's going to show up in SHW. Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. Business is about to pick up. This place just went ballistic. What is going on, everybody? We're back. It's the SHW Podcast. SHW, this is our wrestling. B-double Brandon Benefield, GB Gerard Bonner. And uh, we're hoping that here in a little bit, the one and only Diana Michelle will be joining us as well. But, uh, you know, we took last week off. It was a short week, kind of the holiday mm -hmm. week. And uh, uh, now we're back and yeah. ready to kind of recap what happened at SHW 31, which turned out to be one of the wackiest shows we've had, I feel like. Let me tell you something. It has been an insane time. This summer of wrestling has been crazy everywhere. And SHW 31 certainly didn't disappoint. It never does, quite frankly. So uh, I think we have had a chance to hopefully recover from the night, which took us everywhere. It was the roller coaster ride uh, that we didn't know we would need. And you started it, sir, <laughs> since... Uh, your appetite, you just can't seem I, to contain it. Let me let me just say, all right. Oh, well, please explain yourself. There's why there was a tray of delicious cupcakes sitting underneath our, our commentary table. <laughs> Nobody clued me in as to why they were there. Uh, you didn't seem to know why they were there. I didn't. I didn't even know they were there. I'm like, and hey, you, you can't put a guy that loves sweets. Uh, you can't put a bunch of cupcakes. But in my I feet. mean. You, you couldn't even wait till intermission. I mean, it was my, like here was my thinking. My thinking was okay. So the show started out with the petty party, the return right? of the petty party, which sure. they were dubbing it a uh, an SHW tag team championship celebration, mm -hmm. uh, which we all know that they wrongfully had possession of the title belts and they right. were celebrating. Uh, and I thought, well, all right, the petty party's going on. They're going to have the mic. They're going to be talking for a few minutes. Uh, you mm -hmm. know. Then nobody needs just to sneak hear me one right in. Now, yeah. I'll sneak mm -hmm. one in. I, I, I offered you wise. Like, you, yeah, mm -mm, you were no. you stayed professional. You stayed. I professional. did my best. I gotta Absolutely. admit, I, uh, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't contain myself. So, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. digging in. Next thing I know, and, and and I gotta be honest, I'm not even really listening to what's going on in the ring. And next thing I know, Ashton and Zicky are staring daggers at me. Yeah, they are. And, uh, you know, you've seen the pictures, and you may have even seen it on IWTV at this point. At this but, point, uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Luckily, I will say this. And let me, let me just back up a second. I mm. never uh, have any intentions of getting into the ring, unless, unless perhaps I'm going to be interviewing somebody or something mm -hmm. like that. But mm -hmm. I'm very much comfortable sitting at the commentary <laughs> booth yeah. and, and not stepping through the ropes. 
for one thing, I don't want to disrespect the wrestler because I mm-hmm. myself am not a wrestler and yeah. there's no reason for me to get in the ring. Right, uh, right. So when Zicky Dice is staring at me and, and yelling at me to get in the ring mm-hmm. and bring the cupcakes, mm. I, you know, my, I, my knees were knocking, man. I was, my legs were shaking. I was like, oh, wait, I'm what? sure. <laughs> I, like, I mean, and not just that, but they were these, you know, special cupcakes that were flown in from another country and i don't know the sticker on there said they're from kroger you mentioned they were maybe a kroger well, no it was croger oh it was croger that's what it was i don't I mean, see because yeah i didn't this is what language. i'm saying yeah. i mean that's what they're doing in the foreign countries man and <laughs> you just golly croger croger and i just i no i wasn't messing with him at all so. uh well i will say uh so we knew that the, the first match of the night was going to be uh, Chip Day and Kyle Matthews, the actual SHW right. Tag Team Champions, right. uh, in, in a title match defending against the Revolt, who were mm-hmm. uh, returning to SHW after quite a while since we had seen them. Um, right. So I'm in the ring. He's in my face. or They're both in my face, kind of berating me. for. And I don't know if you ever are, are familiar with the movie Matilda. It came out in the 90s. It's kind of like a, a little kid's movie. But my younger sisters love that movie, right? Okay. Well, there's a, there's a part in the movie where there's kind of the little chubby kid and the teacher or the principal or whoever it is, like, forcing him to eat because he, w- he wanted to eat the chocolate cake. And they oh. were forcing him to eat the whole oh. thing. Oh, you wanted oh. that bad? Well, you just eat the whole thing. Well, eat the cake anime. It's, it's mm-hmm. basically, it's basically <laughs> what Zicky Dice pulled on me, which was like, you want to eat my birthday cupcakes? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to eat the whole tray right here in front of everybody. And yeah, it was that close. And mm-hmm. luckily, I see coming, because, you know, they had their backs to the, to the ramp, and yeah. I could see uh, technical excellence making their way down. And they Ooh. saved your hide, buddy. Just, just in the nick of time, dude. I, yeah. I, yeah, I was able to bail out, and uh, <laughs> it was. I would have made for a very Ooh. long night with you filled with <laughs> cupcakes, trying to call a match. You would have just been like, oh, yeah, you oh god, groaning, moaning, and groaning the whole show. It would have been but, bad. It yeah. would have been very, very bad. So, <laughs> thank you, Chip Day, and thank you, Kyle Matthews, for saving my partner here. Because yeah, yeah. that worked out know. nicely, and then of course we saw the revolt. Uh, showed up. We had Zane yeah. Riley and um, Caleb with a K, uh, with a K showed up, and we hadn't seen them in a while. It had been uh, right. quite some time, and I think you even mentioned on commentary that coincidentally, even mm-hmm. this was before the tag titles even existed. Right. But the two teams that they had faced prior at different mm-hmm. times, uh, yeah. one being uh, the Lynch brothers, and another yes. being Lethal Poison, who mm-hmm. both of those teams would go on to win the tag titles. So yes. uh, it kind of only made sense. And in both of their showings, they looked amazing. They we know they're uh, well established all over the country, and yeah. just a really great tag team. And so to come in and get a title shot, I, you know, we were very excited to see it. It was another great match. Yeah, uh, but you know, technical excellence, able to able to hang on to the title well technically they didn't hang on to the belts because well but they are Zicky, still very much the yeah, champions Zicky and sure. Ashton still maintain possession of the of the title belts unfortunately well you know now it makes me wonder if uh Zicky and Ashton I have to call him by his name now I do like calling him big head though but uh, you know hey either way I wonder if they use the tag belts as collateral to be able to you know get those uh, special cupcakes flown in. I think they said it was from Honduras, from Cogere. And I mean, like, that's just. I love that, I, I love that a, you keep saying Cogere. That's, that's I mean, it's amazing to me. You know, it is amazing. But I'll they say were, this. They were delicious. See? They were. So, they, yeah. man. 
the sad part was I was hungry by the end of the show. And of course, they were nowhere to be found. But oh, you know, so that's yeah, probably a better time to eat them. than. In, in you case know. you didn't notice or if you didn't see it on the show, I don't yeah. know exactly what made it into the, <laughs> the video. Yeah. But they, uh, the tray got snatched away from me by Zicky. So Zicky did mm -hmm. end up with them. And I yeah. think a few of them, actually, there's a couple that kind of went flying into the front row. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, he was a little upset, and I understand. But to, and you if know, you notice, by the way, as uh, I don't know, I didn't notice this until much later when the pictures uh -huh. got released uh, by yeah. our buddy uh, Corey, Wrestling Snapshots, posted yes. these photos. And there's a picture of, of the revolt on the stage as they're making their entrance. Yeah. And it's Zane Riley standing up behind, and then uh, Caleb is down on a knee in front of him. Yeah. And Zay Riley's holding a cupcake. <laughs> That's right. So he I ended up with that. one. And it's so funny because in the picture, Caleb looks like he's like longingly looking at this cupcake, Man. like wondering, like, how come I didn't get one? <laughs> listen, but listen, my birthday is in October. So if anybody feels like, you know, sending anything from, uh, you know, a special country from elsewhere or what Cro have Crozier. you, Crozier, yeah. you know, by all means, or Publi, you know, like either of those places. By all means, I'm completely oh, game, okay? I'm totally game. But I'm grateful for Technical Excellence, <laughs> who has had an incredible tag team title run. And, uh, you know, when we do talk about the anniversary, which we found a lot out about the anniversary uh, on SHW 31, yeah. you know, it's, it's going to be quite the match. And um, hopefully they'll be able to actually get their straps back uh, in possession as they have been incredible tag team champions and as the history of shw continues to be written i think the chapter written for the tag team championships by technical excellence will be among the best because right now they've defended more than pretty much anybody they have been non-stop so uh, shout out to technical excellence absolutely some of our great champions here at yes. shw and um after that, we had oh, and look, GB. Before we get to this next match, uh -huh. we have a, a special guest joining us. Well, one of our normal co-hosts. Yeah, who, yeah. Who is here? Uh, the lovely Diana Michelle. While she gets situated here and gets the audio connected. Um, yes, there, there she, is. she is. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I know you can see her. Now I think we're getting. Here's the hear? audio. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Do I need to flip my? Sure. Flip. Yeah. Flip that it. <laughs> there you go there we go okay so my tripod broke uh, so well. i'm on the floor hey that's all right oh wow you're, you're here you're that's the main thing uh we just got done talking about uh the opening match which is uh technical excellence and the revolt and we were just getting to the second match of shw 31 which unfortunately for jordan kingsley was mm. the nightwalker versus cyrus the Oof. destroyer it was a total destroying of the poor Nightwalker. I was uh, not feeling good for him that night. Not he, at all. Cyrus definitely lived up to his name. Yes. Uh, it was scary to watch. Mm -hmm. It was awful. It was incredibly scary. And again, you know, Cyrus is a killer. And, you know, there were moments I have to give it to Jordan. You know, Jordan came on the pre-show and said he had a plan. Yep. And, uh, I mean, he came right out, didn't even let you get his name fully out, Diana, before he went and jumped Cyrus. And, you know, he just – he did – what can you do against a guy like Cyrus? Like, I don't have a strategy as to how to beat him. You know, all of his high-flying moves didn't really do as much as, you know, it might no, have it against – No, it was like a gnat. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> get off me. 
it's like you know it's like jumping jumping into a, a brick wall and just yeah. right. mad. and you know you mentioned he showed up on the pre-show surprisingly because as we say yeah. on the pre-show it's kind of like shw you never know who's gonna show up apparently right. we've had uh hansen show up before and of course this past uh past show we had uh, kingsley showed up and he mentioned you know you questioned him about his strategy and he right. mentioned that that plan and we yeah. wondered what he was thinking and he, he said you know what i gotta get backstage and, mm -hmm. and uh kind of get this figured out and it turned yeah. out that part of that plan was the return apparently of his former tag team partner yeah who saw that coming i did not see that coming i don't I think did anybody either. Yeah. yeah and it was uh it was good to see him back but uh it was a little too too little too late after yeah. jordan got destroyed however after yeah. that you know we heard from gary lamb and you mentioned one thing we heard was the tag uh, championship match is going to be tech x versus zicky and ashton uh, mm -hmm. another thing he mentioned was that it will be cyrus the destroyer in a handicap match against not yet rated jordan yeah. kingsley and kevin ryan what do you think uh, well I, I i think this is good for for not yet rated from the perspective of you know two is better than one certainly yeah. when you're battling somebody the size of cyrus right. i don't know um if it's going to further upset cyrus right <laughs> I, I, and that's what I'm concerned about. I mean, Cyrus is a guy who, you know, it takes a nation of millions to hold him back. And I don't know that, uh, and I don't want to take anything away from not yet rated, but there's a couple of things. First of all, they are accustomed to fighting in tag team matches, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they're also not accustomed to battling an opponent the size of Cyrus. And they've not teamed together in months. Right. So I, I don't know uh, where they're going to be on this, but I do know they're going to need to come up with a master plan yeah. because I'm not going to say Cyrus can't be beat. We just don't know how. Yeah. Well, it would definitely be better for them with them being fresh yes. rather than Kingsley being beat to God knows what. And then yes. Kevin come out to try to help out. So them coming together, Right. you know as fast and as high flying as they both are it might be a, more of an advantage for them mm -hmm. but like you said it's cyrus i mean it's like i mean how do you beat him how how do you put the big man on the mat you know i, I would say use a truck but he can carry he apparently can push can those too he yeah. can pull yeah. a truck so i i mean i man i don't know i, I think the way you beat him is stay away from him like just yeah. don't sign the match, go away, <laughs> just, and yeah. yeah, I mean, it, like take the it, night it, off. Yeah, Jordan has so much heart; he has to get his his redemption there. So he's yeah. gonna come, regardless of what yeah. the fate is for him and Kevin. But uh, I, don't I know. agree, it's gonna be interesting. Yep, it will be. One way to find out, show up October 8th at Still Here 3, the three-year anniversary. And, of course, that's not all we found out coming up uh, for Ooh. October 8th. Well, uh, when We mentioned Gary was in the ring. He mentioned the tag title match. He mentioned this handicap match. While he was in the ring, uh, David Ali came out. Joe Black came out. Owen Knight came out. All these guys came out. Um, and I think David initially was just frustrated that he was having to go up against Austin Towers later that evening. Yes. Meanwhile, Joe Black and Owen Knight, we're kind of frustrated thinking that, hey, we're, we're in line for this title. Uh, mm -hmm. We want a title opportunity. So Gary dropped the big bombshell on everybody that coming up October 8th, it's still here three, 
the first ever in SHW War Chamber match, kind of like a War Game style match, but instead of teams, you have six individuals, and the winner by pinfall submission will become the new SHW champion, or perhaps the well. I don't want to spoil the ending of the show if you hadn't seen it yet, well. but. David could retain. I don't want to say there's going to be a new champion, but uh, so there you go. And then what ended up happening out of that was we had an impromptu match between Joe Black and Owen Knight. Right. Right. Yeah. You, you know, first of all, what we have not talked about is the absolute promo clinic that happened during that. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I mean, uh, ether, it was just crazy. That what promo happened? by itself Ugh. is enough to to subscribe to IWTV. I mean, seriously. <laughs> that that promo by itself. You could take the promo and put it on a loop. It yes. was just incredible to see the things that Joe Black had to say about everybody. Nobody was safe, and uh, I just it it these moments are incredible to watch and then for it to lead to a one-on-one -on -one match between joe black and owen knight two guys who really should be in the title picture one you know a former winner of the uh, not a former winner he's, he run rumble jack 2020 former shw champion the other found himself in the pretty much the finals of the last two rumble jacks mm -hmm. um you know i i think this was a match that had there been any promo leading up to it, could have gotten a thousand people in the room all by itself. Yeah. This is a match that we have wanted to see and didn't know we wanted to see. And right. here it is, we got it. And to some, it may be a shocker, Owen Knight walks away with the clean win over Joe Black. That's an upset in a lot of places. And for me, you know, to go into the, to, to the war chamber, a match we've never seen, which we'll talk about at some point. Owen Knight, man, what a huge match. What a huge showing. A lot of momentum and an incredible opportunity awaits Owen Knight, I think. Yes, of course. He just beat the former um, SHW champion who did not lose his title due to pinball. Absolutely. Big, big key point, big key point right there is that he never was pinned. He had to relinquish that title due to right. injury. And mm -hmm. I, you know, that was, yeah, what does that do for the momentum for Owen Knight? It's huge going into huge. the war chamber. Huge going into October. Huge. So, uh, but yeah, I think a lot of people were shocked when he got the clean victory over, uh, over Joe Black. And, mm -hmm. um, but man, what a matchup between those two guys. I think it shocked Joe just as much as it shocked everyone else. Yeah. 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 Because Joe had a lot to say even about Owen Knight as well. Yeah. And so that's why, just trust me, guys. Go on IWTV and watch this promo. It is something that is just downright amazing. And so I, I think, again, it might have served as a wake-up call to Joe Black that you can't take Owen Knight lightly. Yes. You have to take him seriously. And, again, there's a lot of unknowns going into Still Here 3. We don't really know the rules of this war chamber as of yet. We don't know if there are eliminations. We don't, we don't know what it is. So I don't know how one prepares for a match like this, but I do know going in with momentum, being able to say, I beat 
the former SHW champion is huge. Yeah, right. It's huge. So shout out to Owen Knight, man. And could it really work for him to be war ready going into the war chamber? I think there's a possibility there. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of former uh, SHW champions, that brings us to the next matchup. Uh, Logan Creed, who we found out is now going by the name The Heathen Cruel, uh, brought out to the ring by Brooklyn. And his uh, original opponent, unable to make the show, and we found that he'd be taking on uh, Sean Christopher, who is Sean mm -hmm. Christopher. Uh, he's been around the Indies for a little while, around the Southeast. Now, we're not that familiar with him in SHW. This was his first time there. But, GB, you brought up an interesting connection. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just so happens that the last time Logan Creed was on IWTV, which was outside of SHW, he was in a match with Sean Christopher. And Sean Christopher actually put him in a coffin. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll just tell you, you've seen Logan Creed, a massive guy. I don't know how he did it. I do know he kind of runs a cult. They're just a, a wild group of people. And so naturally, Logan Creed would have revenge on his mind. The problem is this wasn't exactly Logan Creed. No. This was something else. Because I was told. Oh, oh God. Very closely, nose to mm -hmm. nose with Brooklyn. Yeah. His name, the Heathen Cruel. So. And, and it's interesting because even Brooklyn has changed. You know, at one yeah. point, Brooklyn was this very nice, sweet person who we were glad to see and who was kind and considerate. And now it's just like, no. I mean, her attire has changed. Her approach has changed. And uh, I, she seems to be the only one that has any degree of control over this heathen cruel. And Do you think she's controlling him, though, or is she at, She actually does not have control. She's just hoping she can control it, him. Well, it I, looks like she's controlling him, but I, it looks like I, she lost control the other night. Yeah, but, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he oh. yeah, yeah. I, but I, I think she's pulling the strings. And sometimes I wonder if, you know, she allows him a really loose leech to yeah. do a lot of damage and then goes, oh, okay, all right, bring, bring it back. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, obviously, you talk about that connection with Sean Christopher. The other connection we found out too was that he's uh, the, the boyfriend, I guess, of Ravenna Vane. He yes. is. And so Ravenna actually came out to the ring. So, Cruel, I almost said Logan, but I got to get used yeah. to saying cruel, I guess, now. Now he's got this creepy mask and this whole new demeanor. He yeah. wrapped that chain around Christopher's neck and started pulling on it very uh, similarly to what he had done to his former tag team partner, uh, Sunny Days, not too long ago. Yeah. And uh, eerily similar uh, mm -hmm. to what happened mm -hmm. to, to his former partner. And so Ravenna Van comes out, tries to get him to stop. Then Brooklyn kind of shoves Ravenna towards low or cruel mm -hmm. you're thinking the worst obviously like oh no something bad's about to happen luckily sunny day shows up get, with his own chain wrapped right. around his fist jumps in the ring gives him a couple right hands can't even take him off his feet mm -hmm. uh, with those shots with the chain on his fist and he eventually clotheslines him over the over the, the ropes to the outside and gb you and i got real nervous for a split second because he came right at us yes that look on his face those like dead eyes yeah and then one of the most horrifying things I think any of us has ever seen at an SHW show, we were all scared to death, but uh, our, our gear guy, our ringside gear guy, our buddy Zach, um, 
for, for no reason whatsoever. Logan goes over, picks him up, slams him through the table. And uh, I think one of the scariest moments uh, perhaps we've ever witnessed yeah. at SHW. I still can't speak on it. Yeah, I mean, we were all speechless. We couldn't believe what we had just seen. It was insane. Yeah. It was by far one of the most deplorable moments we've ever seen in SHW. Zach, uh, who ironically that night just debuted his new T-shirt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Zach's got merch. Like, why are we so far behind, right? Like, <laughs> I, Brandon, I think you and I are the only ones here in SHW with I no merch. I keep telling you. You, you I, know I, what? You're gonna, yours is going to be you mixing like a, cupcakes, and I'm going to be eating the cupcakes. <laughs> Exactly. There we go. Good and Diana, in, in case you did not know, you know, those those cupcakes were from Crozier, right? They were from, yes, they I were told not. GB, I told GB, he said, well, yeah, didn't they say they were from like Honduras or some fancy place? That's what and they I said, said. I said, yeah. well, I'm pretty sure the sticker on the tray that I was holding said Kroger. And no, GB no, no. corrected me and said, no, 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 yeah. it was Crozier. Crozier. Uh -huh. That's where they're yeah. from. Okay. Yeah, That's so they just like send them over and they import them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I listen, I they have better connections than I do. <laughs> but um, back to yeah, Zach. But, yeah, Zach, man, I mean, like seriously, he he had just debuted his shirt that night. Like this is a really big night for Zach, yeah. and um, you know, he's, he's sold all, a handful of them already. Yeah, I mean, like he's getting orders, he's doing all kinds of cool things, and you know, Zach. He literally grabs the gear. He's a fan. He doesn't bother anybody. Just a gentle, kind soul. Just and, um, oh, my gosh. Just amazing. And so, you know, I, I don't know, you know, to me, I think he probably, he being uh, cruel, should have been fined, maybe even suspended for putting his hands on Zach. Like, this is it, just. We, we haven't heard, so I don't know what's come of the situation. No, it was addressed. Someone mentioned it on Facebook, and it was addressed by Gary that that Zach knew the, I guess, the possibility of, of being hurt while he was close to the ring, I guess, just as me and you and NGB. So that he couldn't be fine because it was that's that's absurd. he went down there knowingly. <laughs> well, I, I, I did he, not I did not see that post, but that's absurd. Yeah, I I I, I you know here if there's one thing that David Ali taught us, it's that expressing your grievances to Gary Lamb don't seem to go very far, right? Like he thought, why should I be put in a title match? Instead, he gets put in a war chamber, right? right, right. So I mean. I, I just think, man, this is this is bad news, and I really hope Zach is getting better. And I think what people don't think about oftentimes is, you know, he may he'll obviously heal up physically, but it is the emotional trauma yes. from something like that. Um, I know for me, when uh, David choked me with the bat, uh, I just you know I don't like being around him. He stares at me every show and he puts the bat right in front of me to kind of remind me, like, I will do this to you. Like, listen, I know, I know there are some, you know, announcers out there and other folks who want to get in the ring and feel like they have to have matches and stuff. But the truth of it is, I am an announcer. I am a commentator. I'm very proud to be there. I don't right. want to, like Brandon said, disrespect the ring. And my thought is for those of us who work outside of the ring, there should be some sort of safety taken into play, right? right. Like, 
you know, the wrestlers are not supposed to, to beat us up or we should not feel like we're going to be in danger. And I don't want Zach, especially coming into the anniversary, to feel some sort of danger when he goes around the ring. Like, if I'm Zach, do I want to be around the heathen cruel if he shows up in SHW again? I, I don't know. Absolutely so I, not. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to be around them at all. Yeah, but yeah. I will say on the bright side, if there even could be a bright side to this, is that several days after the show, Zach's father did make a post saying that uh, he was pretty banged up, bruised up, but he was yeah. doing all right. And I found out, I think we all three may have found this out, that he will be the gear guy coming up uh, at the show tonight. Yeah, we'll get, yeah, we're going to talk about we're yeah, hell freezes over. This is a big tapped out yeah. show. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. He's so a I trooper. Was, I was very excited to find out that he'll actually be there and he'll be the gear guy for that show. So he's uh, a trooper. I don't know if he'll show up, if he might be limping or whatever. But I, he right. took he took. Ah, I just we'll find him some help if that's the case. But just to know he's going to be there just does my heart good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so. our bodies aren't made to go through tables. Our bodies aren't made to you know, fall in the ring and things like that. And so, yeah, that, that just shows how much of a trooper Zach is. So shout out to you, Zach. Yeah. And we'll yeah. see you tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, after that chaos, we, I had mean, to, chaos. we had to kind of reset and kind of regroup, gather our thoughts. And then uh, we had another tag team match with a tag team we had seen earlier in the night, Zicky Dice and uh, Ashton Starr taking on the team of All-Star special now of course mm -hmm. Zicky and Ashton still in possession of the title belts and um luckily and I think I might have said this to you at the show GB I was like maybe enough time's gone by where they've forgotten what I did earlier in the show and we can just move on and luckily it didn't come up again thankfully <laughs> yeah no. thankfully but yeah. uh we had a pretty good match on our hands uh and if you notice by the way Logan Chase not in attendance after he had mm -hmm. been attacked by the person in the hood and the mask at the previous show yeah, um, yeah. was not there. But we, we had a pretty good match on our hands until Tech X shows back up wanting their tag, tag title belts. Rightfully it so. Like, it looked like Ashton and Zicky were just going to take the belts and, and bail uh, mm -hmm. because I felt like – and I don't know, just from the looks of it, it looked like maybe they thought they couldn't get the job done. So, they, you know what, we're just going to take the belts. We're going to bail. The match wasn't even over. Mm -mm. Uh, Tech X stopped them. And – we had a crazy referee decision here because what we ended up hearing was that because tech X, I guess, technically got involved and interfered, it got all-star special disqualified due mm -hmm. to the outside interference, which uh, was unfortunate for them because, you know, that puts a, a big L on their, on their win loss right. record. But um, they don't have many L's on that record. Right. No, right. But one of the crazy things that happened after that matchup was, another appearance from this guy in a hood and a mask and then not only one but then a second one showed up mm -hmm. and we come to find out there's this they're a group called the approved and they're here they they what do they claim they claim that gary you know who we are yeah yeah and so apparently uh, they have some beef with gary lamb and we found out through uh shw management apparently they uh have been frustrated because they haven't been booked on shw sh shows before and mm. they took it amongst uh, upon themselves to just show up and kick open the door and you know they had attacked gary uh, uh, several months ago then they attacked logan cree or logan chase rather mm -hmm. at the last show and then here they are attacking all-star special so 
now we've got this group called the approved to deal with <laughs> on top of all the other craziness that's going on. I don't, I don't, I still don't have like my initial thoughts and feelings about that whole situation. Still a little underdeveloped, I guess you'd say. I don't, I don't really have a, a feeling on that particular tag team of the approved. Um, I thought it was kind of shady oh, yeah. how they came in and, and uh, I mean, just come in through the front door, like you should, you know, if you want to come to Southern honor, do it with honor. Why do you have to do it like that? I mean, you want to be a part of, of the best promotion in Georgia, you know, act like it. Don't, right. <laughs> don't do, don't do that underhanded stuff. I mean, it's it just, maybe they're just nasty. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about them, but I guess we'll see. Right. The name of the promotion has the word honor in it. Honor. Exactly. And if you notice, not just these guys who seem to lack honor, but we have some other folks in the, on the roster that, I don't know. I just, I always yeah. think about that. I'm like, where, where's the honor? You know, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack talked about leaving the door open. And we've certainly tried to leave the door open for folks to come on in and sure. try their stuff out here at SHW. You don't have to sneak in, right? right? The door is wide open. Buy a ticket. Come on. Reach out to people. You can do this. Here's the flip side to this, though. The flip side is Gary Lamb in the last nearly three years of SHW has not exactly endeared himself to the independent wrestling community. You don't say. What? Right? Shocking. I know. <laughs> you know, so with this series of attacks that have been happening, it could have been anybody, right? And this yeah. group, the approved, my question is, did they come of their own accord? Or did someone send them? Hmm. Because, again, the amount, you know, it's funny. Like, I watch shows like SVU and, you know, all these other types of shows. And one of the questions they ask when something crazy happens is, did the person have any enemies? Did they have somebody who might want to hurt them? Motive. The problem, motive, right? The problem here is they are too numerous to count. Yes. I can't point my hands at just one because when I point at one promotion, I can point hands at another promotion and yes. I can point hands at promotions outside of Georgia who don't exactly like Gary Lamb because he has it. I mean, so the possibilities right now are endless. And to me, I really want to get down to the bottom of it because my concern with all of this is there don't, if you're mad at Gary Lamb, Go after Gary Lamb. Don't go after the wrestlers in this promotion who've done nothing to you and likely don't know you. If right. you've got a problem with the head, go to the head. Don't beat up the body. And so I'm concerned about their attempts to – I mean, first they went after Gary. Then they went after a manager. Now they've gone after a tag team. Who's next? I hope this gets resolved and quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know what's going to happen with this situation going into SHW still here three, but find out October 8th. And, they better uh, not mess up our anniversary. Yeah, I think I mean, we need to rally the troops and just have yeah. a, a really good, you know, barricade or something. Maybe just a, a really good opponent in case they do show up. So we'll represent see. SHW. Yeah, mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. But uh, coming up after that, 
was a match I think a lot of us were looking forward to. We knew there was a lot of history involving these two men uh, back in their PCW days. Um, and I was just anxious to see it in person because mm-hmm. I'm talking about Jeter, by the way, Gunner versus Jeter. We had seen yeah. Jeter at the Rumble Jack, and it's just something about seeing him in person being that close to him. You see videos and pictures, and yeah, you can tell he's a big dude. But when you're in the presence of this behemoth, I mean, he is massive. And, yeah. I, you know, I'd seen some of the old videos of these old matches uh, several years back between him and Gunner. And I wondered, could Gunner still go toe-to-toe with this guy? Um, mm-hmm. And there's a major size difference, clearly. Um, and I got to say, I think it surprised a lot of people. I personally was surprised because I, this, this many years later, I wasn't sure that Gunner could get the job done against a guy the size of Jeter, but it happened. I just have to say, I know Jeter is huge. He walks in through the curtain, down the ramp, into the ring, and you're just looking at it's like a, a it's like a building mm-hmm. moving through the building. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't stop looking at his feet. <laughs> there he I is. mean, the dude wears that's an eighteen. Whew. Can't find it's those dinosaurs. I just special, I was like, special order, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just couldn't stop. I kept you know nudging nudging Zach at the uh, at the Rumble Jack. I was like, look at his feet, you know, because yeah. that's a big dude. Yeah, that's a big dude. But Gunner Gunner did Gunner. He didn't disappoint. So. Yeah, you know the the there have been tons of matches between them, and I remember watching one several years ago where Gunner had to have some help from some other people to actually beat Jeter. And so, you know, I was intrigued that, of course, Jeter, at this point, being the hired gun for Lethal Poison, uh, didn't have anybody out there in the ring with him. Uh, You know, Gunnar Miller didn't have anybody out in the ring. And Gunnar found a way to work through this, which I thought was a huge, huge situation. Congratulations to Gunnar. I got to tell you, I think Jeter and SHW should be a thing. I'd be okay it with that. Thing. I, I can't. Okay I can't disagree. That. I can't disagree yeah. a bit. Yeah, he he's a he's a spectacle. He's a sight to behold. He is. Sure. He yeah. is. You turn, just him, don't... turn him loose on on cruel. Ooh. On cruel or on Cyrus? Cruel. Yeah. He's in my he's in my hot spot right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Well, you mentioned Cyrus, and we just talked about Gunner again. We have another show that's happening tonight that we're yes. going to get to in just a few minutes and uh that's gonna actually happen but we'll get to that here momentarily (laughs) (laughs) moving on from that match actually after that match what did it take like three or four spears i think to finally get the job done so gunner wins the match Mm -hmm. and grabs the microphone and gunner doesn't do a whole lot of uh talking on the mic in the ring in front of the crowd Mm -mm. but he took this opportunity to call out Corey hollis you talked about Joe Black earlier in the night holding nothing back on the mm-hmm. mic. Well, Gunnar Miller similarly doing the same thing, calling out Corey Hollis, uh, getting a little personal, talking about Corey Hollis just having a, a baby recently uh, and mm-hmm. wanting to be a daddy now and stay at home. And now he's, you know, too afraid to come back and get in the ring with Gunnar mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, whoa, he's mm-hmm. you know, letting him have it here. Yeah. And he laid out the challenge a career versus career match. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know when or if we'll hear from Corey Hollis. I would hope we will hear from him in the next week or two. Um, and 
hopefully we'll see that match at on October 8th at Still Here 3 as well. That big of one. There's some definitely, definitely some unfinished business there. But the implications to that match, career yes. versus career. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's finish. If you're going to finish it, finish it, right? Well, there, there's a level of finality to this one that yeah. is is always whenever I hear of people putting their careers on the line, you know, we had a great put his career on the line just a couple of weeks ago, and it always makes me nervous. You know, I don't know of an SHW without Corey Hollis. And in the last two years, we haven't known of an SHW without Gunnar Miller. Right. You know, these two are always in the title hunt, always at the top of the card. And, you know, the idea that this war is so severe that the only way to end it is for one of them to no longer be here. But it's not just SHW. They're quitting the business. Mm -hmm. Right. Like this is this is. And so if I'm Corey Hollis, you know, I don't know if I'm accepting this match, right? I, I'm sure Corey Hollis still has other dreams, perhaps, and aspirations in this business, as does Gunnar Miller. And if I'm Gunnar, why would I make this challenge when Corey Hollis beat me in two minutes flat? And I'm thinking at that point, there was nothing on the line other than pride. What would Corey Hollis do if he accepts this match knowing his career is on the line. Who are those stipulations? Did they say yet? Who knows? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. But I know he's accepted the... If I'm, if I'm Corey Hollis and I saw what he just did to Jeter, <laughs> I'd be like, no way. Now, you're no right. Thanks. Corey Hollis did beat him very quickly the last time they saw each other, but he had the, the steel plate on. He and did. Gunner knows i feel like would know better this time he'll right. make the referee check for weapons and all that kind of stuff so i i don't know i think Corey, you talked about what would jordan do in a match against cyrus how about you just stay home don't come in yeah. that day yeah if i'm Corey, i'm not right. taking this challenge I'm just and honestly home. he has just had a baby his focus has not been on Gunner. It, it, mm -hmm. It's weird to say that because I almost sound like I'm defending Corey Hollis and Corey Hollis is not the most pleasant person that no. I would really care to defend. But right. I'm just saying if it were me, if I were in those shoes, I'm not putting my career on the line against a guy that I just saw beat this mammoth uh, behemoth Jeter. Or better yet, if I beat you, I don't have to come back and beat you again. Yeah. I, so my question is, what is Gunner going to have to do to entice Corey to be able to accept this match that's because, that's the question yeah you know if I've already beaten him now I'm happy at home with my child uh you know we saw an interview that he did where he said he had nothing left to prove so what is what is going to get him angry enough and that actually is what scares me I don't know what Gunner could do in the next couple of weeks but when Gunner knows you personally yeah that gets frightening. Yeah, it's gonna get uh, it's gonna get interesting between now and the anniversary show in October. Yes. So I uh, can't wait to hear how that all plays out. But uh, you know, you talked about the match where Corey had the the steel plate on, ended up winning in like less than two minutes or whatever the time mm -hmm. was. Well, that kind of brings us to the next matchup here, where uh, both of these ladies uh, have taken losses in record time. Uh, mm -hmm. Danny Jordan a few months ago 
gets beaten by this newcomer, Rekka Tahaka, in record The queen. Time. However, is she still? That's my question to you, GP. Yes, she's still the queen. Did you see what happened at, the, at SHW 31? I was there. I saw what happened. She was hoodwinked. She was bamboozled. She was run amok. It was not a fair fight. This was some newcomer from Mucha Lucha who she fought, didn't have time to prepare for, to only reveal themselves as Danny Jordan? That's not even right. Well, I don't she, know, GB. I mean, no, you're the queen. Should you be prepared? Listen, for listen. Anything? She is, listen, even a small loss to somebody who cheated doesn't cost you your but, queendom. But did not she, she didn't cheat. How did she, she cheat, though? Her. How did she, she cheat? She, she deceived her into thinking she was someone she was not. So That's you're saying that if she knew it was Danny, she would not have lost? So if I put a mask on and disguise my voice and call myself something else, and then, I, you know, so you've got a guest commentator today. And then I reveal my, I'm not a guest. I'm here, I'm me. Yeah, but what, what does it have Deception. to do with it? Ew, no. So you're saying she beat her in a mental game? I'm saying she was, she did not say I am. When Rekka, when the queen came to SHW, the queen didn't hide under a mask. The queen didn't run and, and just say, I'm just going to, the queen gave her fair warning. The queen gave her months to prepare herself and then came in and wiped the floor with her. That's what a queen does. This was oh. some malarkey here from Danny Jordan. I love and that I word. I just, I just malarkey. It. it is. So to me, I'm like, the truth of it will be at this upcoming uh, anniversary here. Can hey. Danny Jordan win in a fair fight? She already it's lost in one fair fight. We'll but see. Here's the thing. But you will not take her queendom the, away from the queen. The exciting part happened after the match. Danny gets on the mic, challenges her one more time at the uh, the anniversary show, October 8th, and lets Rekka choose the stipulation. That's what I'm excited about because Rekka said, I'll take your challenge, but we're going to do it my way. We're going to have a Samoan strap match. The first ever an SHW Samoan strap match. I, I, I can't wait for it. I have, I have no idea what to expect. Except I'm, I'm, I'm fearing there's going to be a lot of, be a lot of welts and yes. bruises and but, snags and screaming. I mean, to me, I mean, I don't want to. But I feel out. like I feel like this will finally determine once and for all who, whoever can win this match, who the true queen is in SHW. Will you admit, GB, that if Danny Jordan is able to pull off the victory, she would then if be the queen again? Here's what I will tell you. When Queen Rekka Tahaka defeated Danny Jordan, she used no chicanery. She did not use any sort of hidden tricks. She didn't hold on to the rope. She didn't hold her tights. She beat her fair and square. If Danny Jordan can do that, to attempt to reclaim her kingdom, then we'll have to acknowledge it as such. But I'll tell you what, in a Samoan strap match, I don't know because I've never seen the queen with a strap because I refuse to get out of line in the kingdom, all right? Okay. But the reality of it is when you get out of line in the queendom, this is what happens. You get a strap. 
So I don't know if Danny's ever been in a strap match before, but I'll tell you what, the real mean girl is going to have to live up to her name if she's going to look to get past the queen, Rekka Tahaka, in a Samoan strap match. It's going to be a brutal, brutal night. Long I agree. Between. Now, look, and GB, you, you'll recall this, Diana. I don't know if you remember or not, but this is one of our very early episodes. I told the story of uh, being involved with uh, Jeff Jarrett in a lumberjack strap uh, match. Yes. So I've, yes. seen these, I've seen these straps. I've, I've hit flesh with these straps. Jeff Jarrett, yes. by the way. I hate that guy, by the way. But mm -hmm. I strapped him real good. But I'm just yeah. telling you, these straps are no, they're no joke. Let uh, me tell you something. When yeah. I was a little kid, all right, this was while – it was okay for parents to discipline their children. Did you have okay? to go pick a switch? Like oh, some of I had to pick a switch. <laughs> the belt. But the then belt, I, yeah. got, I got beat with a paddle and with a belt. And let me tell you something. Getting beat with your own belt does not feel good <laughs> at all. Okay? Nope. I had to pick and, one of my dads, so no. See? And that's from someone who says they love you. Yeah. <laughs> There's not exactly love going on here between the queen and Danny. So I, this is going to be a sight to behold. I just, I, you know, I was kind of surprised that Danny let or offered to let Rekka choose the stipulation because now Dan, like, this is totally Rekka's ball game here. It yes. is. She's making the rules. A Samoan strap match. Like, yeah, I, I, she's the Polynesian well, savage. Danny I, had to do that. You have, yeah. you, you, listen. When you're in this country, you have to honor what the president says, whether you like them or not. When I go to another country, I got to honor what the king or the leader there says. When you come in SHW, you have to honor what the queen says. And that's why she gave her that opportunity to say, queen, what kind of match would you like to have? And the queen obliged. Now the question is, can she beat the queen at her own game? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be uh, just saying the thing is. So that's I, – I, I've lost count already, but we've already found out about numerous matches going into the anniversary show. Uh, the card has not fully been released yet, but, I mean, it's yeah. already shaping up to be one heck of a show. And let's I'm get excited. In. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're all – we all are all excited. And uh, let's get into the main event for SHW 31, uh, the big SHW title match, David Ali defending against Austin Towers. Now, one thing Gary had said earlier in the night – he talked about the War Chamber match. He mentioned that if David Ali lost tonight against Towers, then he would not be allowed to enter the War Chamber. Right. Towers would go into the War Chamber and defend the title. Mm -hmm. so and David would not get a rematch. Right, right, exactly. And so that brings us fast forward into the title match later that night. David Ali, Austin Towers. And uh, whew, what a match it was. <laughs> Very physical match. Yeah, very, very physical match between these two, which is what we expected. Uh, I think there was a lot of pressure on Austin Towers. Uh, he had come here on the show, talk about, you know, some of his, uh, uh, the guilt that he felt about creating the monster that is David Ali, and that it was, you know, his journey, it was his responsibility to uh, be the vaccine for the virus that is uh, the, the champion. And so there was a lot on his shoulders, plus history. You know, every Rumble Jack winner has gone on to win the SHW championship when they got that opportunity. 
So there was a lot of pressure, I think, on him. And uh, I think it was just a really crazy match, a really crazy night. I don't know how much has really been settled between these two as a result of that match. I'm sure Towers was disappointed that he didn't leave with the championship, even though, you know, he seemingly got the win by disqualification. Um, just another crazy night in the reign of David Ali, which, again, by hook or by crook, he manages to leave as SHW champion. Did we ever ever hear real uh, why – David turned on Austin. Do we ever figure that out? What his reasoning was? Why? Why does David do anything? <laughs> like, it's well, just, you're right. There's no reason. But I, I mean, that if if Austin Towers was like on my team, yeah, there ain't no way I'm about to kick him in the head and, and make him mad with me. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. Absolutely, there had to be a, a great reason. point. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's I, like he had to cut everybody loose so he can just be David. I, I almost think that it was because. He knew that people like us and the fans and everybody else were just crediting uh, Towers for the reason he's holding on to the belt. And he got to yeah. a point where he thought, you know what? I'll show you that I can keep it by myself. And I, I don't know that for a fact. That's just kind of yeah. my thought. Maybe no, that's, that's a good point because he obviously showed that he could keep it by himself by being Austin. So. And, and history has also shown us that David does not play well with others. No. Um, and so, you know, at some point in time, perhaps we knew this was going to happen, although it didn't seem like, you know, it would happen because this time David was the star of the show. Right. right. And uh, I, it, it's just wild. But again, David's mind doesn't work like everybody else's. You know, think about it. We don't run around calling ourselves the savior. Right. We don't we don't demand people's allegiance and loyalty by any means necessary. We but, certainly don't walk around doing that gross tongue thing that he always does. We don't, you know, we just don't. don't. Got to have Jesus meeting with him. Yeah, well, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I just, but here's the sad part. Whatever he's been doing has been working. working. He's the only person this calendar year that has held the SHW championship. And that is a scary thought when you think about it and he keeps defending it everywhere. He defended it at the, you know, the joint venture between SHW and Mucha Lucha. He's just everywhere defending the SHW championship and he's got a title defense tonight. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like, yes, too, it, yeah. am I right? He, yeah. he does, you know, and that's the other thing he's carrying more titles now. Right. So it's hard to say that what he's doing isn't working, even if we don't like it. Because you've got results, and that continues to fuel, you know, the fire that is David Ali. Mm. Well, we're going to see uh, if he can still retain the title uh, at October eighth at SHW. Still here three in that well, War that's Chamber if he gets match through tonight, though. If he's got, yeah, he's got. You're right. Tonight. You're exactly right. He's uh, that dude, uh, John. That Davis. could put that could put a whole different yeah. twist on this War Chamber. It really could. I tell it you really what, could. Uh, talk about hell freezing over. So, wow. here, so here's the thing: we got the big war or chamber match coming up at the anniversary show. Uh, but as we mentioned before, we were going to get to it here later in the show, and now here we are later in the show. Tonight <laughs> is hell freezes over the big tapped out wrestling podcast show. It's their five year anniversary. So, in celebration of the five years they've gotten with Gary Lamb and management at SHW uh, to use the action building 
home yeah. of SHW, yeah. to put on this big combined effort, this big super show, if you will. And GB, you talked about opening the door earlier and the big world of wrestling. You've heard all this talk about the forbidden door. Well, here in Georgia, the forbidden door for Georgia indie wrestling has been kicked open. You've got eight of the best promotions in Georgia. Uh, and let me just run them off real quick. You got IWE, Anarchy Wrestling, Disruptor Wrestling, Southern Fry Championship Wrestling, Mucha Lucha, Viral Pro, PCW, and of course, Southern Honor Wrestling all coming together to put on this massive card here tonight at the Action Building. And I, I'm telling you, I never thought we would see something like this. And, you know, like I said, AEW is doing this forbidden door where New Japan and Impact and NWA and all these companies are working together. And now here you're seeing it on the independent level here in Georgia. It's crazy. Shout out to the tap back guys. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a special time in the world of wrestling and you're right. Shout out to the folks that tapped out um, for just all that they've done for the wrestling community. And uh, it really speaks very highly to how they are regarded to be able to put a card together of this magnitude. This yes. is huge. This is historic. And if you're watching us, I hope you'll consider making your way right now to the action building um, because we're going to be there. A lot of your SHW favorites are going to be there, mm -hmm. but it is an opportunity for you to witness history. I don't know how many more times we're going to get to see eight promotions with eight different championships on the line in the same night in the same building. You know, it's, it's really going to be something historic. And so I'm excited that we get to be a part of it. Yes. Um, of course, our, our a lovely <laughs> ring announcer who is award winning the best there is the best there was the best there ever will be. That would be her. Diana Hart, I mean, Diana Michelle, sorry. <laughs> um, she, she is going to be the ring announcer, of course. We'll be uh, doing commentary along the award-winning commentary team. Well, thank you very much. Please don't forget that, ever. Well, there it is. Let the people know. Along with John Johnson, we'll be handling commentary. It's going to be an incredible night, so I really hope that you guys will make your way out. Uh, we're actually going to wrap up in a little bit, I'm sure, and go change. Have a good change. Over there. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> right. I'm excited. This is going to be a great night. Great I night. do, yeah, and I I want to give before we wrap up because we're gonna we're kind of pushing the time here as it is, yeah. but I do want to give you a quick rundown of the card that's coming up here tonight. Hell freezes over. It's a tapped out anniversary show, and uh, like like GB said, doors are opening at seven, bell times at eight. So if you're anywhere nearby, come on out. Tickets are still available at the door of the action building. So. Let's talk about, real quick, some of these matches. Um, you're going to have a six-person tag team match. It's Lucha Rules. It's presented by Mucha Lucha Atlanta. It's our very own Owen Knight joining the international superstars uh, Blanco Loco and Dream Girl Ellie make up one team. Uh, mm -hmm. They're taking on Bobby Flacco, Carly Bravo, and a mystery partner, mm. which I'm, I'm going to assume – maybe I shouldn't assume, uh, but I would think maybe it would be another female – since you have Dream Girl Ellie on, on the one team. But I don't know. But I do know that all five that I've mentioned are great athletes, going to put on yes. an amazing match. So that's a six-person Lucha Rules tag team match. Yeah. Um, should be something special. One thing that I've got my eye on, and GB, you and I know this guy from uh, the Nightmare Factory. His name's Duncan Mitchell. Yes. He happens to, to hold the Dealer's Choice Championship 
from PCW, Platinum Championship okay. Wrestling. Yeah. He doesn't have a set opponent for the night. However, it has been announced that he will be defending the belt under 24-7 rules. Now, you've seen the 24-7 title in WWE. You remember the uh, hardcore title back in the WWF days, which was defended under 24-7 rules, which means mm -hmm. anywhere, any place, as long as you have a referee with you, you can, you know, try to win the title, try to make a pin and win the belt. So, If I'm not mistaken, um, the very first Demon's Choice champion, do you guys know who that was? I, I no. don't. Who was it? Hold my beer. Oh, well, boy. well, well. How well, we'll that? get to him. We'll get to him in a second because he's also on the card for tonight. Yeah. But, uh, who knows? Maybe he'll try to uh, try to get the uh, title back from Duncan right? Mitchell. You're right. All I'm saying is, if they come anywhere near the commentary table, and if oh boy, the hey. opportunity presented itself. Oh lord. I don't, I I'm just saying. Against it. I don't know. Do I'll you remember just... recently? I don't know within the last year or two. Uh, well, Pat Patterson died recently, but it was like prior to that. Was it him or Jerry Briscoe or maybe both? at one point, won the 24-7 title. Yes, they both right? did at one point, yes. So I'm yes. just saying, anything can happen in the world of pro wrestling, GB. You might see an opportunity where you might try to make a pin. I don't know. I will tell you this, <laughs> and I'll be very clear. I, you know, we took this picture at the last show where all three of us were holding the gold. Felt pretty good, didn't was, it? It, it? It did feel great. It, was, it felt great to be in the ring as well. But I will say this, I have no desire <laughs> to pin somebody while I'm in my blazer, okay? Okay. And, and, okay. I, and, and I'll say this. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm going to pass this test. I'm going to pass the <laughs> test. I'm passing the test. I'll just mm, pass this test. Well, I will no. say for you, and I don't, <laughs> know where, I, don't, I don't know what you were going to say, but I'll say this in – uh, for you, but I know that at the last show, I believe you ended up with some uh, moonshine or some some beer from a certain tag team match. Yeah, and I so I I understand the frustration of getting the uh, the the custom blazer because uh, yeah. it's custom from head to toe, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, oh, I, you know, <laughs> and so I get it, I get it. But well, we'll see. listen. Well, uh, if you see him slip that blazer off, maybe then. Then if I slip the blazer off, maybe. But uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, all I'm, I'm saying is that test. earlier this week, let me just say that I had I've had a little back and forth with Duncan Mitchell on Twitter. I'll just put it that way because mm. I told him mm. I said, "Hey, I see that you're defending with 24/7 rules," and he replied, "Oh no, not you too." And uh, so I was like, boy. "I mean, stranger well, things I'll have happened." I'll tell you this: if yet you're right, stranger things have happened. I mean. You know, apparently of all of us at the commentary booth, some of us have actually been in the ring. I won't use any names. But the reality of it is none of us have worn gold. So, Brandon, if, if you decide to become a champion, hey. that would just solid. I mean, like, we already have awards. Now we can say we're champions. It, I, would well, be, I would be a champion on behalf of V3. I'm yeah. totally fine with that. Represent for yes. us. Could you imagine this guy holding up the PCW <laughs> Dealer's Choice Championship? I'm sorry. So, so, somebody might roll over in their green. I don't know. <laughs> I would uh, love that. We would be like pitchers now because we don't yeah. know how long it's going to last. Right. It would be the, it'd be, it'd be the talk of the town. That's for sure. Tell Definitely. you what, man. We'll see. Duncan Mitchell, watch your back, buddy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this other uh, match that we have coming up, Ray Fury. Ashton Starr. Now, Ray Fury, if you've been following SHW for any length of time, 
this was back within our first year. Ray Fury mm-hmm. showed up on one of our shows and put on an, an amazing show. Uh, he, he wears the lucha mask, very, uh, you know, high flying. It's just a lot of fun to watch. And of course, we all, know, we all know Ashton Starr. And so these two will be uh, going one on one, which should be an incredible match. Um, you talked about earlier David Ali working double duty. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Carly Bravo is also working double duty. Mm-hmm. Carly, I mentioned, is in that six-man tag match, or six-person tag match, I should say, earlier in the night. And uh, it'll be Carly Bravo taking on his overkill brethren, David Ali, for the IWE New Age Championship. Now, I don't know that there's any kind of heat between these two guys. I think it was uh, the tapped-out guys just wanting to put this match together. and I, see I if think overkill- it was actually um- – the, the promoter for IWE who did this today. Ah, okay. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So apparently, so apparently just like SHW, he's not, he doesn't make any friends there either. Apparently he, he makes yeah, no uh-huh. friends anywhere. And so I'll tell you this, this could either be an amazing night for David Ali walking out with the two belts he walked in with, or it could be a horrible night for David Ali walking out beltless. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, and again, there's eight championship matches. I think ten matches total. Eight of them have titles on the line. Another title match, the Anarchy Wrestling Championship. Of course, their champion, Will Caution, who we saw Will Caution at uh, this year's Rumble Jack. Yeah. He'll be taking on Techi Makuji, uh, which should be an amazing match. Seeing uh, Techi has been at Southern Fried a bunch of times. He's all over the place as well. Yeah. Uh, so is Will Caution. So, uh, that's going to be a great match. Now, here's uh, somebody we talked about just a little while ago, Hold My Beer Hansen. Him and his partner, Huckabee, All-Star Special, are the Viral Pro Tag Team Champions, and they'll be taking on the undeniable Shane Marks mm-hmm. and Brian Blaze, of course, along with Matt Hankins. And uh, the undeniable has made the bid for Tag Team of the Year many, many times. Mm-hmm. And uh, One this, last year. Yeah, and this should yeah. be – a pretty amazing matchup here for the viral pro tag team title. So I don't know how good I feel about, you know, all-star special to me are kind of like our hometown home team guys coming from mm-hmm. SHW, even though this is for the viral tag championship, but I don't that, know. That match there is, is kind of close to my heart. And I'm going to tell you though, all, all of those guys, all five of them, Brian, Shane, Matt, Huck, and Hanson. They all go back with me to AWN, and I mean that's where I started. So yeah, they were all there. I mean Hanson came in a little bit later, but they—that was the passion. Mm. Hans, I mean um, Matt and Shane and Brian and Huck. That was the passion. And God, the interviews that we had. Oh my God, if I could, if I could just show you those interviews, <laughs> one day I'll, I'll share them. But I mean that that whole match there, because that's that's like my day ones right there. I remember you doing a, an SHW interview with Huck backstage one time, and it was the first time you were there, I think, doing an interview, and Huck looked, kind of looked at you and was like, what are you doing here? Kind of like one of those things where yeah. like, he knows you from the, the other place. But mm-hmm. yeah. He also told me um, he was glad I was wearing shoes because he always right. said I'm a barefoot I redneck girl. Oh, oh. Yeah. I didn't understand but the we reference. Didn't, <laughs> we didn't have a good relationship back then. Mm, I see. Things have changed. Well, there you go. We say it all the time about Huckabee. You know, a year and a half ago, he was having a dog collar match with Joe exactly. Black. And then he was like hated Hate by all the fans. And then next thing mm-hmm. you know, uh, he's on one of the most Party popular in the USA. tag. 
amazing what a little moonshine and sweet yeah. Carolina do for you, right? There you go. Moonshine and sweet Carolina. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we have a triple threat match, um, which actually two of the disruptor titles are going to be on the line because AC Mack and Barry Morales hold titles for disruptor wrestling. And they're actually going to be taking on uh, Slim J. Okay. Mm -hmm. now, Slim J, to my knowledge, at least within the last few months, I thought he had retired. Apparently, he's coming out of retirement uh, for this triple threat match, and it's going to be a winner-take-all for the uh, Disruptor titles. And, of course, we know AC Mack very well. Uh, we know Very Morales pretty well, coming through a few times at SHW. Slim J, uh, if you'll recall, he had been announced for our tournament that was going yes. to happen last year, but then, of course, mm -hmm. COVID happened and put the brakes on the tournament. So we didn't get to see Slim J. So we're finally excited to see him inside the action building. And I feel like this one's kind of any guy's ball game here for, mm -hmm. for this triple threat match. I, I don't know if you guys have a pick or not, but. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. It, At it, first, it, I'm excited to see Barry Morales back in the action building. I think fans really, really took to him the couple of times he was with SHW. Yep. And, of course, AC – <laughs> can't wait to see what he's gonna do i mean honestly i've already just i'm gonna give him the mic and screw it i'm no longer trying to announce him you just, just know let the him do his thing <laughs> i've only seen slim jay once and it was it was it was a dang good match because he, he he's got skill you know he's a hot player he's he lots of bounce all over the place it's like a little pinball but mm -hmm. i'm excited to see this one yeah i'm definitely excited one thing is for certain there will be a title change in that match yes. Yes. So that's yeah. a guarantee. So yep. for me, stuff like that always, you know, jazzes me up. So I'm looking Absolutely. forward to it. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a special attraction match. It's a one-on-one -on -one matchup that uh, I'm very excited about. I remember watching these guys on one of the Eddie Kingston Grindhouse shows last year. Um, and, of course, they have a history that goes well uh, beyond that show. Um, they're both North Carolina guys and both kind of came up together. Um, in fact, Joe Black told me recently that this guy that he's facing, J.D. Drake, was kind of his mentor early on in Joe Black's career. Um, wow. And so, of course, you know, uh, fans that might not know J.D. Drake from back in the day know him currently uh, as part of the wingman in AEW. Uh, mm -hmm. However, if you know him, if you know that version of him, you may be surprised when you see uh, what he's going to bring tonight at Hell Freezes Over because uh, if, you've, if you know him from years past, you know what I'm talking about. Both these guys mm -hmm. with that kind of Japanese strong style, just it's going to be one awesome match, and I can't wait. Joe Black, J.D. Drake here tonight. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going no to be crazy. No I first uh, came into J.D. Drake in Evolve, and yeah. uh, he was a champion there in Evolve. And just, I mean, you talk about strong style. So these two in a match together, good grief. Sign me up. <laughs> it's going to be great. You got free tickets, man. You got ringside seats. Well, there it is. I mean, you know. <laughs> luckily, I was going to say, GB, luckily for us, we're there, man. We're front row. Look, I'm, love it. I'm so honored and hyped to be calling this show. It, oh, yes. Gosh. I'm oh, it's going to be so good. Of course, we got uh, the two big title matches uh, coming up towards the end of the show here. And, of course, I'm talking about Southern Fried has a big fatal four-way match. And, of course, SHW has our big title match. Um, now, here's the thing. Um, because I'm a bit of a homer and this is taking place in the home of SHW, I would, I would hope that SHW match would go on last. However, 
because of the men that are in this fatal four-way for the Southern Fried title, mm-hmm. I don't know that the ring could hold up after that match. And so it may be the one going on last just for right. the sake of the ring holding up. Uh, right. So for the Southern Fried Championship match, fatal four-way, Judas. We all know Judas in SHW. Of course, he's the mm-hmm. Southern Fried Champion. Versus Cyrus. Mm. Versus Her- Jeter. Mm. Versus Gunnar Miller. Uh, you mentioned earlier you'd like to see Jeter and Cyrus face off. Well, we're going to get our chance here. And little did we know, if you go back to the Rumble Jack, we didn't know it at the time, but there was one point in the match of the Rumble Jack where all four of these men were in the ring at the same time. And yeah. if you remember, I remember at one point Gunnar going to spear Jeter and he caught a knee instead. It was almost like it bounced right off of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just one of those things. I looked back at the pictures, you know, after this match had been announced, and I thought, now, wait a second. These four guys were actually in the ring. We kind of got a little bit of a sneak peek there. So yeah, right. yeah. there's no telling. I, I, I have no pick in this one. I have no idea which way this thing can go. But four – well, th- f- I was going to say four monsters. Really, three monsters and Gunnar Miller, not to take anything away from them, but just the size difference between him and these other three men is – He's got his work cut out for him. So I don't know who's going to come away with this uh, Southern Fried Championship here. Well, the good thing is that Gunner doesn't have to take on him by himself. He can let them beat the crap out of each other and then pick the bones. Smart. I mean, yeah. Smart. He sure can. I, I'm excited for this. And I know we haven't really talked about this much, but Judas has been all over the place. Yes. in the world of pro wrestling as of late. You know, recently debuting in the NWA. Yep. Um, in, and we know him, of course, at SHW. Many are saying that in terms of the front runners for Wrestler of the Year, it's David Ali and Judas. And, you know, I'll tell you what, he has been, he's had that SH, SFCW championship for a very long time. And yeah. so it's very hard to pry that out of his hands. This could be one of his toughest challenges. And uh, I can't call it. It's, it's going to be great. Well, I will be calling it, but I can't pick him. <laughs> there we go. Right, there right, we go. Right. Has he ever had a SHW title match? A Judas not with a, a title s- match? He's had a tag oh. title, obviously. Yeah. Was, yeah. Not yeah, a but, solo title match. Right. Hmm. So very interesting. But uh, we do know that he will be in the war chamber for the anniversary. We as, do know that. As per Gary's announcement at the at SHW 31, yeah. Judas was one of the thinking, ones that were mentioned. Yeah. If he puts his sights on that title, I mean. And there's a clear reason he hasn't. The reason is Corey Hollis. Yeah. Right. But So, yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see. If he makes it known that's where he wants, I, I mean, that's going to be my favorite there. I'm going to pick him. Mm-hmm. Well, we mentioned the SHW title match as well, and David Ali Once again. taking on John Davis. Now, we mentioned David Ali would be defending in the War Chamber match, and that was my mistake because I was looking past this show here tonight because David Ali may not make it to the War Chamber, still your SHW champion. He's got to get past John Davis oh here tonight. Uh, he's got his work cut out for him, folks. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if, if he did not retain in John Davis, who I don't know anything about him personally, and that might be just my fault, but I don't. But he just comes into SHW as the champion. He's a big deal, but you're right, because a lot of the SHW, he's never been in SHW, so a lot of the fans may 
it would shock them, especially yeah. if, they, if they're not at the show tonight and they show right. up at the anniversary show and go, wait a second, no what? No reason why you should miss <laughs> right. the show, by the way. I mean, come on. <laughs> Oh, well, I want, I want to take you back to 1990, right, mm -hmm. in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, a, a guy by the name of Mike Tyson, who had not lost a professional fight, the undisputed boxing champion of the world, could not be beaten, was going over to Tokyo, Japan, to simply make a lot of money to fight some no-name he had never heard of, some guy named James Buster Douglas. Like, are you kidding me? Who in the world is James Buster Douglas that he could come up against the great Mike Tyson? Well, we know how history played out. History played out that 10 rounds in, Buster Douglas didn't just beat Mike Tyson. He knocked him out and became the new heavyweight champion of the world. On the match that Mike Tyson overlooked, it cost him the title. If David Ali overlooks John Davis, like some others might be, and they think, oh, it's a one-off, of course, uh, David Ali's going to go into the anniversary. Listen, there was a whole future planned out for Mike Tyson. Tyson was never the same after mm -hmm. February 1990. So to that I say, John Davis has the opportunity to shock the world tonight. And uh, if he does, trust me, the streets will be talking big time. And considering Definitely. that Ali will have fought earlier that night as well, this is uncharted territory for David Ali. This could be the time. It could be the night. Yeah, and, and the thing is, uh, I like your analogy there, GP, but the thing is with John Davis, he's not that unknown. He's unknown to the SHW fans. Absolutely. However, in the rest of the indie world, they know who John Davis is. And, and that's the thing. If Ali overlooks him and yeah. treats him like an unknown, preparing for the war chamber, there may not be a war chamber for David yeah. Ali. Absolutely. And to your point again, he is going to be wrestling earlier in the night, another title match, that IWE New Age Championship. So I think, you know, the, the, the momentum I there. I have a prediction on that. Okay. okay. I honestly ahead. do. I'm, I'm getting these NWO vibes. These, these Kevin Nash, H Hogan. Doop, you think we're going to see a finger poke of doom? You're talking about, are you talking about with David and, and Carly? Ooh. Perhaps. They are overkill brethren. But here's the other side of that. You know, this whole overkill thing, which is taken over, right? Mm -hmm. The thing is, you know, enemies fight one way, but good friends sometimes fight harder than enemies because they want to be able to prove who the bigger and better man is. So again, I, you know, Carly has an opportunity to win gold. That yes, doesn't but. Come around every day. Right, right. So no. I don't know if he would just say, nah, I'm going to just throw that away for you, David. Don't know. I don't know either. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sticking with that. I'm I do know that Carly, you know, Again, he's another Nightmare Factory guy, GB, yeah. that you and I have he seen is. come up. And we know yeah. that he's uh, still fairly new in the game. Of course, he's made his appearances with AEW a number of times. Mm -hmm. And he's been around the Indies in the Southeast a number of times. However, still fairly new in the business. And when that, that opportunity for a title comes up, it's going to kind of perk your ears a little bit. Like, wait, what? Ooh, yeah, a title absolutely. shot? Absolutely. I don't but know. in the so, end game, would you would you feel prepared to be SHW champion or IWE champion when you're in a group with 
David Ali, who is. I have a feeling if he if he were to if he were to beat David for his title, I have a feeling that 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 uh, partnership would be done. I would yeah, think it'd be, it'd be ugly because David's not over himself. Right now, again, I can't speak for these guys, but that's just my thinking. If that was me, and I just beat my uh, you know faction mate, uh, and right. he was pissed off about it then i'd be like well all right i'm out <laughs> but i got the title so see ya right enter randy orton <laughs> right, right thumbs up yeah. thumbs yeah. down down yeah yeah so anyways i'm telling you that's 10 amazing matches coming up here tonight uh doors opened at seven the doors are open right now so get out mm -hmm. here if you're anywhere nearby tickets are still available at the door you're not going to want to miss this uh, mm -mm. especially if, if you're a georgia indie wrestling fan this is a historic night because something like this never happens. You know, this is crazy. We talked about that uh, forbidden door. This is like the Georgia indie forbidden door where eight, yeah, eight promotions coming together, working together here at the home of Southern Honor Wrestling, the action building, 261 Marietta Road. Come on out, get your tickets, uh, and come join us. We're all here, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a great time. So we better go change our clothes and get ready for the show. Yes. Hair because, and makeup away. Because mm -hmm. bell time is at 8 o'clock, so it's right around yeah. the corner. But uh, I got to tell you what, folks, it's going to be exciting. And then in the next couple of weeks leading up to the anniversary show, we'll be kind of telling you more about that. That card will uh, kind of uh, – we'll see the final card get laid out here before too long. So we'll be building that up with that big War Chamber match and all that good stuff. So – we hope to see you here tonight, but until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling.